Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Sorry. This is the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. So, Chris, where I see in the background there, you have a big Valentine's Day balloon. Congratulations on uh, doing it right. Uh, I, I, that's not for me. I gifted that to my daughter and my wife. I'm a big balloon guy, and I don't Are mean you? that. I don't mean that figuratively. <laughs> I like a big balloon. Like if I'm in, if I'm at the store, you like if, a I'm big at, balloon. If, if I'm at Walgreens, Party City, I'm eyeing out the biggest bad boy I can fit in my car. Really? See, I find a big balloon to be a little ostentatious. I like the yeah. small balloon that's about the size of. If the balloon is bigger than a catcher's mitt, I don't want it. I will admit that it's not safe to drive with a big balloon in your car. No, like no, it is, especially yeah, because they're like all holding heat. it. It's like blocking every mirror I have. I can't look at my rearview mirror. I can't look at my side mirror. It's like there are some dangers in it, but once you get it home, the 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 risk reward is very. I love the risk reward ratio. Right. Yeah. Well, especially you know, you have a six year old. They love a big balloon. You know, a big balloon is like a toy. You know, they want to hug it, and it's Although great. Although this is one of those ones, the helium ones, that will float away. Right. You know, so it's, Graceland just wants to release it into the sky, and I keep telling her how dangerous that is for our environment. Yeah, it really is. But here's the other thing about a helium balloon. Uh, they become very sad very quickly. And, and three days from now, it will be slowly... Floating like we're, we're to the already floor. what we're what uh four days past like three right. days past there this one's already starting to lose its yeah and when it begins to sink it metaphorically a sinking heart-shaped balloon is sad on a lot of different levels that's so enjoy you, it while you can did you have your balloon del- didn't you have some issues with valentine's day and getting things delivered to mom or something oh i had i had the worst possible issue which is I, I ordered a dozen roses delivered to her office because that way she can show them off to coworkers and, you know. Yeah, right. No, no, that's the move. I do that to Christy, too. No, you have to. Yeah. It, it's, it defeats the purpose if you send it home and nobody sees it except the, the woman herself. Can I but, be honest, though? This year, I sent it to Christy, and I'm talking low because she's in the other room. 1-800-Flowers paid for all of us to send flowers to our spouses. Oh, really? From the Levitard show, so I didn't have to, like, pay anything. They were just like... Wait, you can hear that? Shit! (laughs) I always do it. I mean, have I not always done it? I always do it, but this year, I happened to not have to pay for it because they were just... My wife would be like, great, you got a bargain, great. Yeah, my wife's mad at me. Should I have offered to pay? Okay, it'd be it'd be nice if I knew about that one eight hundred flowers deal and yeah. had been included. That yeah, would have yeah. been nice because then it wasn't one eight hundred. It was not one. Like, let's be clear here: you are not. This is not one eight hundred flowers that did you wrong because one eight hundred flowers does nobody wrong. Right. This was an unnamed uh, Fort Lauderdale area florist uh, who I who I deal with a lot. You know, I I send a dozen roses three four times a year. So how many times have you probably done it over the years? From this I would one say company? at least. 
20. And and this is the first time they screwed up. This is the first time they screwed up. So, but no, as be- I told- so no benefit of the doubt for, from Greg Cody. Okay. Three different people called me because at one time I'm like, I don't even want to say what I said. Oh, God. <laughs> but I said to the gentleman who called, and, and he's like the big wig of the company. I said to him, I'm not telling anything you don't know, already know. So but- obvious. Yes. Okay. okay. The, today of all days, if it's you're in the Valentine's business, Day. <laughs> if you're in the business of delivering flowers, the worst thing you can screw up is not delivering flowers on Valentine's but Day. Dad, it's fine. They probably have how many orders on Valentine's Day does that company? I don't care. Have? Dad, they took my order. Okay, but let's say they had 500. Let's just okay. use a nice, easy round number. Sure. They're going to screw up two or three. Hire more drivers. I'm, but just like. You have to give a little leeway for human air. Like it's like you're so perfect. Like JD's never had to say, Greg, you forgot a comma here. Or hey, this is sure a is. like it's just the idea that as soon I'm as perfect. as soon as one mistake is made, that you feel the need to just berate. Like they don't know that Valentine's Day is a big day for them. Right. Like it's a personal thing. Like they're like, let's really this Greg Cody, let's he's due for we haven't screwed him okay, over. <laughs> okay. It's just like I I I hate and this is the way you are at restaurants. You take it personal and you get this like anger in you. And it's just like that's the disconnect here. You're obviously right. You were wronged. No one is denying that. But how you treat people and how you respond in these moments matters. I treat people kindly. You just said I don't want to admit what I said to the guy. Okay, I may have gone overboard in some of my commentary because I was very frustrated. And a couple of things are worth saying. Number one, the company did deliver the roses early the next morning and did not charge me. And mom could not have given a shit any less. true, right. Like... I that's cared enough for of, both of us. That's the part about this is like you just text mom, hey, the company screwed up. They, they, I'm so mad. They'll be there tomorrow. They're free. Okay, no problem. Like, who cares? This is right. not a big deal. That's about and how for it works. You, and for you to like like ruin one employee's day, it's just like, get over it. It's not that important. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, I know like, that sounded like the word a chew. That was weird. I've been I've been trying to be nicer to you on this podcast because people give me so much shit, but this is they one do. of these triggers right for right. me when you like when you treat employees that workplaces like you're the only person that exists, it's very frustrating for okay. me. Okay. Okay. Number one, uh don't accuse me of mistreating people, mistreating uh, I've, staff, heard, I've heard you in every setting when you're frustrated with service at any place, whether it's a phone store, whether it's a restaurant, you get okay. this tone and this like seeing red. Okay, I'm honest in all walks of life. So when I'm frustrated, <laughs> I find it very difficult to hide it and I don't want to hide it. I want to express it. So maybe it's not mistreat. Maybe it's you just have a shorter leash with people you don't know. Maybe. Oh, yeah, it's true. And that's all Chris is saying is maybe have a longer leash. My like my approach is different because I, I'm just like I have this like perpetual fear of stepping on someone's toes or making someone feel bad. And I don't I'm still gonna be honest, but I'm also gonna try to find okay, what's a solution that will work for everybody? But then that's my day job too, though, is is the customer yeah. service side of that and trying to make sure that okay, if things aren't exactly up to par, one, I'm sorry, and let's let's figure out how to make this right for everybody or as close to right as we can. That's just how I'm right. wired. Yeah. And uh but I mean you know, everyone's because I live in eighty percent fear at all times. Everyone's <laughs> different. My wife is the opposite of me. My wife comes from the school of Greg Cody and she can probably hear me. Last night we went to a concert and we dealt with some horrific 
I'm not obviously. And Levitard Show is partners Did you just with Lies. Le- Levitard Show is partners with Game Time. This was not Game Time. This was another ticketing company. We tried to go to a concert. We bought tickets. They got us. They sent us the wrong tickets. Oh, it was like we were at the event not able to get to our seats that we had actually purchased. I had to go in and purchase more tickets to try to get them. Got the wrong ones again. Like it was a cluster. We like, we ended up missing half the concert and Christie's on the phone with this company. Like, and we got full, like Christie is like a Greg Cody. She's taking care of business. She's talking firm and we got full refunds everywhere. Yeah. You got a good one there in Christie. Right. And that's what I'm saying. There's different ways to handle my shrimp, but Christie is actually better than you though. Christy will have a, like a veracity to her voice, but she will constantly say, I'm sorry that I'm frustrated. This is not like you, because like she's talking to some rep. Right. I say that too. She, no, you don't. <laughs> she constantly says, like, I realize I'm being frustrated right now, but it's not at you. Like she is good about yeah. letting the person on the phone off the hook while still so being I. frustrated. No, yeah, me too. No, no I will no, get no. firm. But like if they're if I don't think I'm going to win the fight, I need Jane on the phone so that she can know that I put in everything that I did. Right. I just hand the phone. Dude, I'm the worst with that. I'll just be like, it's fine. No big deal. It's uh, it's just give me whatever you can give me back. It's like Christy. Like, that's why she just handles that stuff. Oh, no, I'll fight for what's right. But like, yeah, I I try. Yeah, I try really hard not to make it personal. And then I try to find, okay, what's a way that we can make things work for everybody? Yeah. What concert did you see? It was a country concert. Or did you have to see? Who was it? Cody Johnson and Justin Moore. Greg Cody Johnson. I've never heard of him. And Dustin Moore. I've never heard of either one of those. What happened to country music? Did you tell Cody he spells Cody wrong? Justin Moore. And he does spell Cody wrong. Yeah. What happened to country music? I used to know everybody. When Merle, Waylon, Willie, Johnny. Skins. <laughs> Skins Marink. This is... I got a diamond in my pocket and my baby's got a heart of gold. Baby's got a heart of gold. Okay. That's yeah, good. It we was saw... Cr- Christy and, and her sister wanted to see them more. Like, I, I, was oh, fine well. to, I was fine to go, but it was not... Like okay. someone that I was. Have you ever seen Bo Burnham's uh, like where, country where he, song? Where he, generic where he country just makes song? different country, yeah, generic country yeah. songs. Yeah, that's good yeah. stuff. Oh, that's fun. Cold uh, beer. I, he's just like <laughs> good looking mama. <laughs> Apple pie. Thanks for the troops. Right? Yeah, that's right. No, that that's a funny parody. Uh, Beyonce just put out a country song called Texas Hold'em. Yeah, and I listened to it, and I wanted so much to love it. And it's just awful. And it's not even a country song. Whoa. She just really dropped the ball. And Bay People, whatever she calls her fans, the Bay Bay Beehive. It's B, the Beehive, not Bay Hive. Okay, the Beehive, the Bay Hive. Oh, well, gosh, well, I'm. I'm, I don't mean to insult anyone, but it's really, really a dreadful song. And I apologize. It's, why is that got anything to do with being white? It's a, I'm not allowed to dis, dislike a song of hers. Oh, no, I'm saluting me, too, because I called it Bayhive. I didn't call it Beehive. It was, I'm, I'm making fun of me, too. I'm, First of all, I hope I'm right. I, it's I not think my it's demo. Be, I think I, it's Beehive because it's supposed to be a, a playoff of like bees, like a Beehive. Yeah. But uh, maybe it is Bayhive, though, because a Beehive would be Bayhive, and it's the Bayhive. Jim, Bay- Jim Bayhive. I was going to Yes. <laughs> yes. You got to be quicker, Yeti. And in fairness to my dad. I won the Bayheim line. What? I heard the Beyonce song as well, and I, and I didn't think it was bad. I didn't think it was great. I just think it's, you know, a song. Okay. But to my, dad's, to my dad's defense, my dad hates all new country music. There's not a new country song that comes on that my dad's like, oh, this is good. I'm pretty That's much true. the same way. Jake Owen hated it. I tried. 
Be- yeah. Once I heard about him, I tried. I'd never heard of him before. So Barefoot got blue jean night. Oh gosh, it's just like uh, and it, it, full yeah, moon it, shining bright. Yeah, killed me. <laughs> I, like, I can't. I can't do this. I tried. I wanted to just because of the show, but then and then when he uh, he went after Jason Isbell, then yeah, you lost me there. It is really Isbell's funny guy. to see people. I like Jason Isbell. It's funny to see people who don't. Not that they don't like country, but just like there are just some people out there that just can't do country and it's just funny to like even yeti right now just like him just you can like see him squirming which it's is like, so cringe like <laughs> like so so much of it is now but like it, like my country sensibilities are going to be a, closer to greg's yeah um when it comes to if, if but someone new comes along that one uh, or that, that that's able to really put a great song together i'll respect the hell out of it and love it like yeah. i mean jason isbel i don't know how many <laughs> Country people consider him country or not anymore. He's he's got a lot of rock in him. I think he considers. He's just like I just love to rock, man. Uh, but like, there like, is no good. greater thing you could say about a song than Yeti. What was it you just said? God damn it! I wanted to mock you. I don't even like, remember what I just. You said, were like, but... I approve of that song. It's like there's nothing yes, yeah, a song get, get wants my more stamp of approval. If I, Yeti, look, <laughs> I, I don't just listen. Like I p- I pick it apart. Yeah, and so. You know, it's still only my opinion, but we got you, Eddie. You listen to music different Dude, than the rest Eddie of us. Eddie listens to music. <laughs> I <laughs> don't know, listen when, to as uh, much as I should, but I want to bring the Hee Haw Three in the direction of country music. I will say that, and I want to give a quick update on the Hee Haw Three. Big things are happening. Um, you you didn't see the last of the Hee Haw Three uh, during our live uh, two performances in Las Vegas last week. We um, I don't want to say too much. Greg's going to start writing checks that i can't cash yeah, <laughs> yeah no no we're we're, we're setting Basically, up big check blank my dad's checks about, here my dad's about to tell you all the ideas we've had for the hee haw three right. that's <laughs> no things that we should okay, probably not not air right now because we still have to green light things but you know live performances may or may I, not be involved i'm teasing i do think we can say that we are we're gonna try to mobilize at least locally here maybe in miami a little bit and Give the people what they want. More hee haw in their life. Right? Yeah, I, yeah. No, I, I, I think we are safe to say that you have not like just like last week we teased. You've not seen the last of the hee haw three of Greg Cody and the hee haw three. Right. Yes. We're dealing with some real shitter net right now. For my dad, by the way, audience. By the way, um, the day before, um, the day before Valentine's Day, your mother and I went to see Rod Stewart, which tells you what my age demographic is because Rod Stewart <laughs> is like seventy nine. And I'm thinking to myself, psychologically, I think that's one of the reasons why I really enjoy singing, uh, quote unquote, and performing on stage is because, believe it or not, it makes me feel young because so many of the artists that I grew up following, Paul McCartney, uh, Rod Stewart, Elton John, Mick Jagger, that crowd, they're all older than me. And some of them are a lot older than me. And, you know, you can still do you can still go on stage and sing when you're like really old, including Rod Stewart, whose voice, he's always had that, that raspy voice. His voice is leaving him. Um, he's, he, he can't be voluminous with his voice anymore. It's weird to hear. You know, he, he still performs. He's still a pretty good stage performer. Fans love him. Women still love him. But uh, I don't know. He's just, it was almost sad, you know. Was the performing with the hee haw three in vegas was that the first time you've ever sang with a band because i know at gramercy you sang in front of people kind of um right. but uh be, when you kind of forgot to sing but still you sing in front of people right. 
But was that was the in Ve- was Vegas time, the first yeah. time you performed with a band? Yes. Nice. That's what I thought. And and that's kind of cool. At 69 years old, you have your right. first performance with a band. And last year you did talk about trying to do new things and wanting to do new things and right. you did. And that that's cool that we were able to make that happen and as long as this truck keeps rolling, we're going to make it happen again. Right. For sure. As um, long as we don't break up, we almost broke up this week. Yeah, there were a lot of uh, heavy, a lot of meetings, a lot of board meetings about legalities of things. So I feel it's like it's mainly just because I'm scared Yeti at all times. Yeah, Skeddy. We got we got with Scared Yeti this weekend. <laughs> Gosh, Skeddy. Skeddy was a slang that that was used in my high school to talk about gross people. I want to talk about um, some of the turmoil we had off air over the past few days regarding our merch store and Ehaw Three merchandise and and i don't know what the status before before you go down this road your internet is crap uh and this is by the way this is pardon me it's pfpi gala weekend in in the cody household which is paramount and it's beautiful and we're going to do some uh bring you live in on the pfpi gala in a bit but right now I have to, I'm going to try Uncle Dick one more time, if you'll indulge me. <laughs> I, I got to get to the I, bottom of this. Audience, while he makes this call, we were about to talk about the Hee Haw 3, and then I interrupted Greg, and now he's he moved directly <laughs> to PFPI. <laughs> no, I just, I, I just wanted to settle this, this transition, this thing we were talking about, because we were having an argument online about, should we do this and should we not? I will go to my grave thinking that he I have an intellectual property claim. Right, but a minute ago we were just talking about the Hee Haw Three and you were just and then all of a sudden you're like, I'm calling Uncle Dick. <laughs> we should ask him. <laughs> yeah. No, I you know, I don't want to tease more about the he Hee Haw Three than I already have, except to say that I think there's and um and right, I think you said enough. You said enough. I think we're gonna have live performances, I hope. Okay, hang on just a second here. All right, here we go. All right. He he never speaker. answers when I call. A little further back. There you go. Maybe a little closer. <laughs> this is ridiculous. He just never answers the phone. What's he doing? Hey, Greg. <laughs> He's a retired man. Where is he on a Saturday morning? Your call has been oh, forwarded for the to an love automated... Of God. Okay, sorry about that. I'm what trying exactly... to get... Like, do you think okay. he wouldn't answer for me and not for you, right? Yeah, this is the great coffee can incident of 1968. For more than 50 years, I have carried this memory in my mind. And I've never talked to my brother about it. And I want to find out from him once and for all if I have invented in my own imagination what happened or if it actually did happen and he remembers it. So eventually, maybe as part of the PFPI coverage, uh, gala coverage, when he'll be down here, uh, we can do that. Um, I have dad jokes and three facts, Jack. Not yet. We need to get back to the store because I distracted you. Okay, yes. Let's get and- to the store. Right. My bad. Uh Okay, we are going to have Hee Haw 3 merchandise in, uh, in, in our merch store, but f- tell them how to get to it. Sure, they can go to heehaw.thegregcodyshow.com. That's heehaw.thegregcodyshow.com. Simple as that. And, and, that, and that will take you to their very own Greg Cody and the Hee Haw 3 merch store, where for almost the next couple of weeks, you can get 15% off your entire order. So go now. Perfect. There's only going to be one design in it right now. Keep it simple for you, but go go check it out if you like it. Give us a buy. I, that's not a phrase. Yeah, and and it's a and it's a great design. It's fantastic. I think, I think said Yeti sold that a little wrong. We don't just have 
one design. We have only one design because so it's it the now. best design ever created. We Correct. did that purposely. We were like, we have 10 options here. No, we're going to give them one and then we'll trinkle out the rest. I don't even know if trinkle is the right word there. Yeah, trinkle, we will, baby. We will trickle trinkle. out the rest slowly. Yeah, that's correct. And and get it. Pick it up, man. Yeah. It's Hee Haw 3 merchandise. TheGregCodyShow.com slash Hee Haw. And if you like our other stuff, remember, shop.TheGregCodyShow.com. There you go. Go there right. now. Buy furiously. And I will live in fear forever. Hey, anybody up for dad jokes? No? Dad jokes? Nothing? Christopher? Go ahead. Number three. How do you take a pig to the hospital? Hold on. Go ahead. Ambulance. Dumb. Number two. What mixed drink is always in a bad mood? The, the wrong person to ask this to. <laughs> An angry orchard. That's not a terrible answer, but it's also not a mixed drink. The answer is whiskey sour. Whiskey that's, sour. That's, that's not even a joke. This is so dumb. Number one, what kind of sandals do frogs wear? This better be good, because this has been the worst dad jokes outside of the one that got it suspended. What kind of sandals do frogs wear? Frocks. Open toed. Okay. That's pretty good. Now, you need to say that again because the internet crapped out worse than the segment, but say it again. Open-toed. Open-toed. Not bad. What kind of sandals do frogs wear? Open-toed. Open-toed. I would have rather played the interview that I don't want aired than this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that in the future. Uh, we're, we're, we're getting to you, Ed Newman. Shall we throw it to PFPI? Thank God. No, Three Facts Jack. Oh, yeah. Three Facts Jack. There are three things that interest him, so sit right back for Three Facts Jack. There is a word for the space between two windows. The word is interfenestration. Hmm. Number two. (laughs) Alaska, while still a territory, held a... Oh, boy. ...state flag 1926. And the winning used on the flag till today was submitted by Benny Benson from the Jesse Lee home. A 13-year-old that orphan is my f- created the Alaskan state flag. <laughs> that is my favorite three facts, Jack, ever. And I can't wait for you to hear it back on the podcast. We, we should play for Alex Benson and Chris Benson. We are not changing a syllable of that three facts, Jack. It was fantastic, Dad. Seriously. The perfect wh- fact. Whatever you did there, you need to do that, everyone, for the rest of time. Okay. I have no idea whether you're kidding or pulling my leg. Number one. In 1970, U.S. President Richard Nixon attempted to set up Prince Charles, the future King of England, on a date with his then 21-year-old daughter, Tricia. I prefer the second one. <laughs> the second okay. one's the best, Greg. There's why why are you all saying that? What? what, what? <laughs> because we, we, under- out? Like you because we understood. We understood like three words in the second one. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Okay. Why don't I say it again? Nope. <laughs> it was the greatest fact ever. <laughs> We're good. Wow. Moving on. Okay. Well, that's my microphone. I guess it's now it's your internet. internet. Yeah, it's your internet. Yeah, whatever it is. Okay. All right. That's it. So let's get, uh, is it time to get to the PFPI Gala? Because it's big. It's a, it's a Cody family tradition literally since the 1960s, since around the time of the 
uh, the great coffee can incident of 68. And so are there people uh, listening to us right now that are like, I don't know what he's talking about. Or does everyone that listens to this podcast, do they need an explanation of what PFPI is? I don't know. It's interesting. PFPI is our family football predictions um, contest or league or whatever, but whatever you want to call it. Incorporated. It, it's a, it's a year-long football pool where we all pick games, there's standings, there's a ridiculous amount of stats, but that's yep. not what you're going to hear tonight. What, we, what you're going to hear tonight is called Greg Cody droning. <laughs> You've already heard 25 minutes of it so yeah. far. You're about to hear just my dad <laughs> on a, in front of a sad podium in front of five family members that are mocking him. And it's just my okay, dad droning on about who won our family, family football pool while we all just have a beer and drink. Who won? I mean, we all, okay, we all drink and make fun of him. Who won? Okay. We are inviting you into a hyper-private, a super-private family affair. You, personally, are invited to join me in my living room this evening for the PFPI Gala and Awards Ceremony, followed by the Champions Dinner. It's a big deal. Uh, we have floodlights. We have big spotlights outside of my house, going into the into the rotating in the sky, like a, a world global movie premiere. It's a big, big deal, and you are invited. Greg is the only one that dresses up. That's correct. I can't help, I can't speak for others. I would like you to put Graceland in her best party dress in her prettiest little gown if she has a gown like a formal gown i would like everyone to dress in formal attire for our pfpi gala tonight rent a tux if you need to or get one out of mothballs in the closet dress formal tonight black tie they will not no they won't but i will This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Okay, we're we're talking to Uncle Dick. I feel like it's a red carpet right now. We're on the red carpet for the PFPI Gala. Yes. Yeah, the flash bulbs are going off. The paparazzi is bothering us. But we're we here with Uncle Dick. What are you wearing? <laughs> uh, Dion. Okay, okay. Dion Demucci. Dion, yeah, Dion Belmont. Right, what are you? Are you? What are you eating? Hors d'oeuvres? Salami. Salami, nice. Okay, all right, and we're on the red. A little Chacoots board. Hey, that kind of thing. All right, for a few weeks now, I've been meaning to talk to you, Uncle Dick, about, and you just by the title of it, you may or may not know what I'm talking about. I'm talking to you about the great coffee can incident of 1968. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Okay, just... wasn't 68, though. What was it? I wasn't in Japan in 68, so it wasn't 68. Okay, what year would it have been? I have no idea. It doesn't matter. Okay, but tell us what you remember. I remember it was in your bedroom. You were at your little tiny desk doing stats. Right. And <laughs> a bunch I, of nerd I shit. I was laying down. We were, t- we were talking, and I was laying down in the bed, and eventually I fell asleep into a sound sleep. And the next thing I know, 
in my head, it sounded like the roof was falling in on me, and I was going like in a fetal position. <laughs> and there was Greg with a can, for a coffee can full of coins, shaking it next to my head violently. Now that exactly that exact thing did happen. Do you know why? Why was my dad doing that to you? Is really the basis of this whole well, thing. I do not know. Huh. Okay, I was I wasn't doing it out of mean spirit. I was doing it revenge out of revenge. Really? Yes. Okay, here's what I remember. Yeah, find us out 65 years later. You urinated on his on his uh, stratomatic board. You no. I intentionally, I think, broke the cardboard cover of my stratomatic baseball game. <laughs> my board game. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. And that, this was payback? Yes. <laughs> oh, cool. I did not know that. There you go. <laughs> so it's finally resolved. And I actually... I breathe a sigh of relief because I was worried that for 50 years I have been like harboring this memory that never really happened. Oh yeah. Okay, good. So. Like like classic men it takes you 50 years to express yourself. <laughs> That's correct. That's correct. So the great coffee can incident of Whatever the hell year it yeah, was I, uh, actually happened. Yeah, it did. I have no idea what. If there are any other men out there that want to confront someone fifty years later, we'll, we use this platform. We could like have like yes. interventions fifty yeah, years I had later. No right. idea it was a revenge thing. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was just. Gonna, I thought gonna, it was just, you're just screwing around and gonna wake me up. And no, no. I remember being very <laughs> upset because I thought you intentionally broke my cardboard well, cover. I remember that? Do you remember what that was all about? No. I don't either. I think it might have been that you stepped on it accidentally, and then I got upset, and you wouldn't apologize, and one thing led to another. My dad, dad, you do love an apology. Well, I love (laughs) when I'm wrong to be sorry I broke your game. This is nice. They're hugging right now. Okay. They just hug. Let's have a gala. (laughs) All right. Let's go. Let's go. Sunday. What we've all waited for is this Sunday Handing out the awards here on Sunday In an ill-fitting suit will be Gregory Paul Cody That's when you'll turn on the live stream to stare blankly At Greg giving a speech you aren't even In this fantasy league But you still won't want to miss it Annual gala for PFPI. Let's have a party for PFPI. Cheap mimosas be damned. This thing's still in demand. You should cancel all other plans. It's the tradition of PFPI. Pro football predictions incorporated. All you have to be there and pretend that you care. Or you're bound to get a death glare. Again? <laughs> Respect the gala. Sooner or later, we're going to begin. <laughs> Are we ready? Welcome to the 2024 PFPI Gala and Awards Ceremony, followed by our Champions Dinner. Today's, this year's PFPI Gala is brought to you by Sheets and Giggles. President's Day sale now through the end of March. Promo code GREG, $460 off any mattress now. <laughs> sponsored event. It's a sponsored event. Hey, welcome all to our PFPI Gala with our Champions Dinner to follow. This uh, 
marks our 28th season overall and 20th continuous season of the modern era in a Cody family tradition, unlike any other, a tradition that began in the late 1960s, born of a love of football. Today we celebrate 2023 season champion Tati's Llamas! Tati became only the third player to win the title in their first season of competition, joining Greg's Lobos in inaugural season 1969 and Chris's Critters in 2004 when our league was reborn. We welcomed in two remarkable rookies this season. And you know who that is. <laughs> With Tati winning the championship. Hold for applause. And Graceland's Giraffes. Woo! Challenging and very nearly beating the all-time single-season record for most unique kids. Sam, coming for you, Ruth. Before we hear remarks from yeah. all of our teams in inverse order of finish, a quick review of the season. Please do check out our archives in the next room for career totals, all-time records, and more. It was an extraordinary season for PFPI overall. As Brandon beat Alex in our PFPI fantasy finale, they two teams seeking their first round. In our main league, Tati did not descend to first place until week 13. Wow. And we were tied after weeks 15 and 16 wow. before the Lions emerged victorious. Oh, no. Two game margin. <laughs> that the Rough Riders led much of the season is reflected in Dick winning the 2023 week's leading title with 10.50, including nine as the solo leader. Weekly titles was a close statistical race with Mike's Chickens emerging up front for the year with 3.50, including two solo, <laughs> edging the 3.33 by the Lamas. The 10 win weeks race was even tighter with a three way tie for first with 11 each by the Rough Riders, Lamas, and Mons Maniacs. <laughs> Unique hits? Not close. It was the Giraffes. Yeah. Just one off the season record held by Roots Raccoons. Raceland had 17 of the league's 24 unique hits and 58 of the 82 overall opportunities. Wow. Best week round is won by the Lamas with a 13 and 1 week for a 9.29 percentage. Grace Lobos had the next best two weeks. <laughs> 14 and 2 in 875. <laughs> what? Now! You repeat that? Yeah, the whole thing or just some of it? <laughs> None of it. And now this is uh, uh, the, the best part of our gala every year when we get to hear from our teams. This is what's really special. Two teams tied for sixth place. I'm purposely not playing much of this next walk-off song because it did not uh, pass muster with our uh, our censors, <laughs> um, oh. to say the least. Bye. Please welcome Christie's Ferrari. Thank you. Play the song. Um, another year in the books. Everybody really good. I've gotten to do a little bit better. Maybe need to do a little bit more research than just looking at the teams and picking one. But <laughs> and congratulations to Graceland's Giraffes for winning the unique pick award yes. and for Tati's Llamas for winning the whole thing. Speak longer. Speak longer. What about me? <laughs> I didn't mention you in my Yeah, you never did. <laughs> Thank you, Ferraris. Uh, in fifth place. How many do we have? He is our 2005 champion. I only got fifth place? Yeah. With what still? <laughs> Are you new here? How did I, I thought I came in like third. Yeah, no, yeah, no, one, no one reads your emails. I can't like third. I can't believe somebody doesn't know what place they oh, I, I, I wasn't I, I, I was hiding 
in there like for the last. I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't sure either. He's not a read, guys. Okay, in fifth place this season, he is our 2005 champion with what still is the best season winning percentage. Long time ago. Of the modern era. That's true. <laughs> it's Mice Chickens. Yeah. Let's go, girls. Thank you, everybody. Uh, I wait. So, who came in fourth? <laughs> Um, we had a tie for third. Spoiler alert. Okay, okay. And then I came in fifth. Yeah. Because and then they, Uncle Dick came in second. You and Mom, Mom tied for third. Yeah. Spoiler alert. All right. All right. Uh, congrats, everybody. Uh, congrats to the llamas. It's so ridiculous that she won. Uh, and that's it. Uh, you know, I hope I can finally win one next year. Jesus Christ. Thank you, Michael. We had a tie for third place. She won it all in 2016 and was our reigning champion, having won last year. Great to have two women in a row as champions. What a beautiful league. Progressive. Thank you. <laughs> Please welcome Mom's Maniacs. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You won last year? Uh-huh. Okay, also tied for third place. He is PFPI's all-time leader with nine career championships, well, well, no, no, including no. modern titles in 2009, 2015, 2018, and 2019. Please welcome Greg's Lobos. <laughs> Um, I thank everyone for being here. I congratulate Tati uh, Thomas, a history-making uh, rookie who won the championship, uh, as well as Grayson Giraffes, who dominated in one of our major categories, the only major statistical category named after a former player, Rooster Raccoons, other than the trophy, which Tati will be handed momentarily, which is the Dance Dynamics Cup championship trophy. Uh, what a great season we had. It was really exciting. I thought the whole time that the legendary Dish Rock Riders was going to win, but then Tati came out of nowhere and in a magnetic, uh, wonderful finish, won the championship. So I, I, it was just a great year. And, and thank you all. And the Lobos, I just realized it's going on five years since the, the great Lobos have added to their record nine career titles. So let's go for 10 in 24. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, are you going to thank you. the commissioner? And I do thank the commissioner, quite frankly. <laughs> uh, I spend a lot of time as the commissioner and a lot of paper, as you can see. <laughs> Killing ink. Killing uh, the ozone. The printer ink is super expensive. It's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Cost just like... Oh, yeah. Oh, you should think Just like when you... Um, I gotta use your printer. Yeah, we have to use your printer. What for? We have to print something. Okay, when you deep fry a turkey, you spend three times as much on the oil as the butter. When you print all that, you spend three times as much on the ink as you do on the paper. I digress. And now... To our season champion who will be honored with our subsequent champion's dinner in a couple of hours. Uh, to our season champion, to the rookie who shocked the world in a hallmark of perseverance and fight. This is where Greg forgets to give the trophy. We welcome to the stage 2023 PFPI champion Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Tati's Lama! Please drop it. I am flattered and 
honor that I am even part yeah. of the league. So thank you guys. I thought that I had to be born into it or married. <laughs> so I appreciate being here. Um, I can't believe I won. This is a good example to not count out the underdog and to always try your best. Yep. <laughs> um, shout out to my fellow rookie, Graceland. Yeah. And thank you so much. Good job, Tati. Oh, and I have stickers that I made. Oh. <laughs> Woo! Tati Lamas. <laughs> Well, thank you all again for being here. It, it's hard to believe that it's hard to believe that something born in the late 1960s in a corner bedroom at 1440 is the door. Yeah, no, I didn't see like you're to be there. I understand. No, hey, Charlie, come here. Christy, Charlie, Christy, get Christy out of literally my... has her back to pop. <laughs> <laughs> and yet here we are. It's not that um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm wrapping it up. We'll, we'll meet again under the PFCI umbrella during our fantasy draft. Need an umbrella. And, uh, and not that, uh, not that long for now. So uh, for now, let's repair. In a matter of two hours, we will repair ah! to the champions. And stop in honor of 2023 champion Tati Lama. Thank you, everyone, and good night. Thank you. We kissed Gayla. Thank God. Was it really? Yeah. We'll make it longer next time. Aquela. Okay. I'm sweating like a pig.